Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery Podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. I'm over here in South Peru in the city called Puno. It's like right on Lake Titicaca, which is the highest navigable lake in the, in the world. And we just did a boat trip and a homestay overnight in the last couple of days. Uh, we'll be traveling through Peru for the last uh, three weeks all from northern Peru into Lima, and then uh, down into uh, Arequipa, and then into uh, Cusco. We saw the world-famous uh, Machu Picchu, one of the highlights of our trip so far. And we're actually heading into Bolivia tomorrow. Uh, so uh, on this interview, I actually had the chance to interview a friend of mine, Colin Campbell. I was actually a guest on his show, talked about how I'm a digital nomad dad, and he interviewed all uh, me all about how um, I can make, uh, how digital nomads can make multiple streams on an income. Now we can flip it around and I get to ask Colin all about his own digital nomad journey. Uh, he's a copywriter and uh, he helps people publish their books uh, through speak, record, and publish. So uh, super excited to have Colin on the show today. So oh, Colin, to start off. Well, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. You know, I, I'm here in, in uh, southern Ontario. It's nice outside, but we're about to get prepared for uh, winter is coming, as they say in Game of Thrones. So I'm jealous of you being in... Uh, in Peru and then Bolivia. That's awesome, man. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, it's definitely amazing to see this part of the world. It's pretty cold here. It's probably not much different than over there in Ontario because we're super high altitude. I'm feeling a little bit sick as well, but uh, hey, had to do this interview with you. Uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you had to do a quick introduction to the people who are listening and watching today? Yeah, sure. Well, I uh, I left high school a total slacker, got C's and D's in school, and then I became a carpentry apprentice, realized that I didn't want to do that. And, uh, you know, I, I went to this seminar and they were saying, they're talking about, you got to follow your dream, you got to live your passion. And what if money and time were no uh, concern, what would you do? And I realized that being a writer, I wanted to write, I've always been interested in, in words. And so that was in 2012 and I left and struggled for probably a good four years, kind of jumping from MLM to MLM, um, multi-level marketing companies, you know, just distracted and not really know, knowing what I'm doing. And then I discovered these people who were direct response copywriters. These were writers that created advertisements and they knew about lead generation and positioning a business to increase its value so that they're not a commodity. And that just, when I learned, it was the first person I met was this guy named Joel Bauer. And when I learned that there was this profession called copywriting, that you don't have to be like a struggling writer that's, you know, broke your whole life <laughs> doing like a fiction book and like, needing to reach out to publishers and do that like you can actually write in a business context and help a business grow through the written word that was uh, a breakthrough idea for me and then i learned uh, you know I, I, we always look at like authors as these experts people that know something more they they know the holy grail of the information and um and then when i learned about book publishing then I specialized in ghostwriting. So that's all that whole time. As soon as I learned about uh, copywriting and then ghostwriting, I started traveling around, going to San Diego and all around the, the west, west of the States, back up to Western Canada, where we're both from. And uh, well, I'm originally from near Toronto, but 
went up to Vancouver and I've been traveling around publishing books and have created a, a process to not have to write a book, but to speak a book. So that, that's sort of my, my journey so far. And I love what I do and glad to, to be here, man. I'm glad to have you on the show. And uh, you know, it's a great way to uh, make money while you're traveling is to do copywriting and uh, book publishing. So we'll definitely do a deeper dive into those things. So in terms of copywriting or ghostwriting, uh, maybe you could share a little bit more about what makes a good copywriter. What skills do you need besides being a good writer? What would you say uh, you need to be a copywriter? Oh man, so this is the, the big uh, misconception that a lot of people have about advertising in general. So a copy being a function of advertising and marketing. The, the misconception that most people have is that advertisers are somehow creative, like writers or musicians or people are creating stuff from their experience in their mind. And the reality is to make a, a good landing page or to make a good email that converts and create copy that compels people to buy something, the depth of your research is really the thing that separates you from the other business owners who are trying to use copy to uh, grow their business. And what I mean by that is that, for, for instance, if you go on to Amazon reviews, you look up your industry on in Amazon. So let's say uh, Digital Nomad. If you look up Digital Nomad in uh, Amazon, there's likely someone that's written a book about it and they likely have a bunch of reviews. What you want to do is look in those reviews and say, and, and identify the reason why people are buying that. And the more research you do on that topic, the easier it becomes to understand people's motivations to buy something. So to give you an even more specific example, when I was, um, I thought that the quote, use a book as a lead generation mechanism was the main benefit a small business owner was looking for when they wanted to publish a book. But the real motivation was they already knew they wanted a book, but they wanted to not write it. They, they, didn't, they don't see themselves as a writer. They view this whole thing, this whole process of writing a book as this laborious, lame process that takes them away from their work that they have to edit and do a bunch of stuff. So then when I learned that through looking at reviews, that became the first, the first message that I would put on like the headline of my landing pages and in my email copy, I addressed that specific topic first. And that was the, that's the hook to compel people to come into quote unquote my world. So that's um, the depth of your research. If you look for, ways to find out what people are motivated by and do enough research there you can create better copy and in effect you're not creating anything you're actually leveraging your market's ideas to compel them so that's that's a big distinction that i, I learned the hard way by thinking that i was the one that was creative and trying to create these like fancy headlines and what, what we call lead magnets or something that gets someone to opt into our site and have language that people didn't really relate to. And then seeing the poor opt-in rates, like 20% opt-in rate, I guess that's all right, depending on the market, but you can get 50% opt-in rate or 60%. Uh, and I'm actually just about to interview a 
a guy named Dean, Dean Edelson, who's consistently getting 75 to 81% opt-in rates on his website because of the depth of his research. So, so that's super important for people to understand about copy. That's amazing opt-in rate, 70 to 80%. That's how you do that. Yeah. Listen to that in any of you to see the secrets there. So Colin, you actually have your own book as well. It's called uh, The Case Study Campaign. Tell us a little bit more about the origin. When did you create that book? And tell us a little bit more about what does that book involve and what are the secrets in the book? Yeah. So the, okay, so I wanted to sell my ghostwriting service. I had created a mechanism that would make the process to ghostwrite a book much more simple and easy. So I wrote a message on Facebook and said, personal message me if you're interested in this case study group. And then I proceeded to talk about how this new method I designed enables business owners to produce their book without having to write a word. And then I listed all of the benefits. I limited the case study group to 10 people. And from one Facebook message, four people ended up converting at a $5,000 offer. So that's $20,000 of revenue from a single message. And we proceeded to go into that case study group. Um, and, we, and we did their books. We ghost wrote a bunch of, of, of books. But what I realized halfway through when we had produced all of these manuscripts was that I created this, I created a monster. You know, like I created a thing called a case study campaign that you can actually, if you're a service-based business, you can use the quote, hey, message me if you'd like to become a case study for this service. You can actually use that messaging to compel people to read your offer. And the reason is because the words case study has some sort of scientific implication to it. Like, hey, you become this case study and it kind of says without saying it that it's a, a certain amount of time and you're going to be seen and heard and we're gonna measure everything and then I'm going to brag about you and your business to other people. There's a lot of self-interest in one word. So I realized this thing and I created this book called the case study campaign. And basically what I did was I talked about the campaign and I broke it down and gave like templates and helped people define their target audience and create the first message on Facebook and then design their actual offer and how do you follow up with them. And I basically broke down what worked for me and put it in this and put it into a book, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't need, you know, I feel like I love publishing books for people. So that's my main focus. And this in a way is a distraction from like, like I suppose it would attract people that want to, if they wanted me to create a campaign for them, which isn't really my objective, but I just thought it would be valuable for people to, um, to know, you know, to have this and, and actually have something that really worked that they could use in their marketing. So that was, that's the whole story of the case study campaign, man. Awesome. Awesome, Colin. So if uh, there's a business owner or entrepreneur watching and they want to have a case study for their business, uh, what would you say are key components of a good case study? 
the first thing is that backstage when you're creating a campaign like this before you reach out to people and ask them to be a case study what you want to do is create a definable result that you're going to produce in a set amount of time so for me it was i'm going to interview you and your book will be published in 60 days and then there's all of these other bonuses so the first thing you want to do is define specifically um, the result that you're you're creating for someone if you've got a list of people that you can reach out to whether it's on your facebook profile or an actual email list consider segmenting your list first so look at people that are actually opening up your emails maybe take half of that list or look at um if you see people liking your post on facebook reach out to people that are fundamentally interested in what you're talking about and then make the offer to a smaller group first so that you can test the language if you get a negative response then you're not reaching out to you're kind of like uh, lowering your risk and not putting a huge message out to all of these people but instead instead consolidating the list so that you can see if it's working or not so that's the uh, the first thing is creating the offer so you need to define what is that specific measurable result and for whom is it designed to benefit? Like you are, I had a very clear target market. It was small business owners who are, I didn't have to say this in the ad, but they're earning over hundred K in, in income and they want to differentiate themselves from other business owners so that they can um, scale their their business they want to create new streams of revenue so that was the target market and then I realized and through my research I realized that the main problem they're struggling with is they already know they want to write a book but they hate sitting down to actually write it so the message to market match was something that they're interested in and then I put that time criteria on it that it's going to be done in, in 60 days and I'm going to measure your your progress and then talk about you um, to other people as they come into what I was calling uh, a speak, record, publish. So that's that's the. F I think that's a that's a lot, but it's define your target audience, create a compelling message that they'll resonate with, frame it as a case study, test a smaller list first, see if you can compel those people to come on board, and then launch in a in a bigger way to more people. You you said that uh, you have. The system is called Speak, Record, Publish. Uh, there are a lot of entrepreneurs and uh, aspiring authors who really struggle with getting, uh, you know, their thoughts from their mind to the paper. And you've actually created a solution for that, so they, they don't have to actually type it up or write it down. They can actually just speak it, record it, and then publish it. So take us through the system. How does it work if someone wants to come up to you and, um, you know, uh, hire you to the Speak, Record, Publish process? Dude, I love this so much. It's like. It's literally, so if you look at the end, if, if you think like an editor, what an editor does is they do a structural edit of a document, then they do the copy edit. Basically, those are the two main things. And the structural is like syntax. Step one, or the first thing I'm going to say is X. The next thing I'm going to say is Y. The next thing I'm going to say is Z. And they take that structure and they place it into a logical framework. So if you think like an editor, 
And this is what essentially I was doing. I thought as an editor and said, what if I created an interview process that had the, the structure of a, of a book within it so that a person didn't need to, an editor could just take that, that transcription and create a book from it. So I took that and said, I'm going to create these questions in a specific sequence. The sequence is identify what the problem is, establish credibility, offer tips for the solution, and have a call to action. That was the fundamental framework that I constructed all of these questions within. And then I put that into a slide deck and actually go by the question, like each individual question so you can see the question and you can see an image behind it and you answer the question. So essentially you're speaking, <laughs> you're recording the whole time. And then, you know, in, in my case, um, I actually handle the, the rest of the process. All they have to do is speak and I record and then my team does the publishing. But if someone wants to do it themselves, themselves, they can have that, that structure, create their own questions, record on your phone, send to a transcriber, get an editor, create the, um, the cover, put the book on CreateSpace, which is an independent self-publishing division of Amazon, and then you've got a book. So it's literally that easy. Speak, record, publish, when that sort of, that name, I think this is a, a whole revol, I don't, I don't want to say like a revolution, but it's like, I want to make content production as easy as possible. You know, and Speak, Record, Publish is, is a way that I see helping the small business owner differentiate themselves without needing to be a writer. Awesome. Uh, yeah, definitely a great solution. Uh, it, it is definitely a lot easier just to speak something out than rather than write it out or type it out. So good on you. And I, I definitely will be recommending people who are struggling with publishing a book over to your services. So Colin, uh, one of the other things you do is you're a successful podcaster, just like me. We're both uh, podcasters. We had uh, me on your show and now you have uh, you on my show. So tell us about your podcast. When did you start it up and what are some of the topics and themes you're recording on your podcast episodes, Colin? Yeah, I started it back in, I think, July uh, July or August of 2017. And I was creating a video and my girlfriend was like, you should do a podcast. And I was like, I don't want to, you know, I had all of those fears, like the, the fear of standing out. Did you have that when you started yours? You're like, you yes. don't really want to, yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, fear, fear that no one would listen to it and am I good enough and is it too hard to upload it and all, all of these fears. So I think uh, we have the same boat there, Colin. I can relate to your fears. Yeah, so that was that was the thing that came up. And then I just realized that um, I don't really care if anyone listens to it because I love it, you know? I think that's the main thing, ma'am, is like if you're looking at media or you're looking at like a podcast, I talk about marketing and it's called the Lifestyle and Marketing Podcast. And I created it generally because I, uh, general like that. I didn't say like direct response copywriting podcast for the the people who want to, you know, veterinarians. It's not the veterinarian copywriting podcast. It's not super niche. It's just like I wanted to talk about lifestyle and marketing. I love marketing and sales and I have a lot of friends and, and folks that do 
you know, I just started doing, not started, but I do 20 push-ups a day. I like living a healthy lifestyle. And I meet a lot of really great people who have expertise in health and marketing. So I wanted to talk to people who are geniuses and just hear who have a successful track record like yourself, who have um, something to share with, with people and to A, learn more about marketing and lifestyle and B, give people a platform to connect with more people. Um, I, I don't have a strategy behind it to be completely frank and, uh, and transparent. I meet with people and chat with them today. I'm meeting with this guy, Dean Edelson, and I will share it and promote it as much to get him in front of people that I know because he's a genius, but there's no like self. I don't think maybe there's some ego gratification of like hosting a podcast and being seen. I don't think so though, ma'am. I just love it. I love it like um, like playing music. You know, you do it because you want a podcast. You want to share ideas. So that's the the lifestyle marketing podcast, and I'm I'm excited for doing this as long as possible. I love it. So yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely love it as well, and I can relate to your sentiments here. That even if no one ever listens to it, I gain so much just from interviewing my guests and learning from them and connecting with them, and uh, that's the whole benefit for me. But I know, of course, that a lot of people watch it and listen to my podcast as well, and inspiring others. So we're definitely on the same page, Colin. So uh, to end off here, Colin, curious to know about your vision for your future. You're doing a lot of stuff with uh, copywriting, book publishing, podcasting, marketing. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next few months and years in terms of your business, your life, your travels, etc.? I, I want to help a lot of people. Like, I want to help people. I want to do my next case study group for. I'm I'm currently publishing a book from the original case study group. I'm publishing a book that basically gives away my interview process. So that is the next objective, and I think that will really lower the barrier and really make people, it will give people no excuse to not write a book if that's proper English. People will not have an excuse for them not writing a book because this book will help them do that. You literally open up the book, hit record on your phone, read the questions out loud, answer the questions, and by the end of the book, you've got all the content you need for your book. So that's the next objective. I'm completely, I'm completing that this week. And then I'm launching that. And I think that's going to launch a, a big movement. I really want to help a lot of people produce books. That's my singular focus. I love copywriting and I'm going to focus my copywriting effort toward building that, you know? instead of doing it for clients because dude clients they're hard sometimes they're hard sometimes you got to get in their world and you got to like research like i'm doing a hair loss niche anyway it's like i love uh, book publishing so i'm going to publish this book and help people produce their content for their book Amazing, my friend. So if people wanted to connect with you uh, to find out more about uh, the whole uh, speak, record, publish uh, process, if they wanted to get some help with their copywriting, if they want to listen to your podcast, tell us about all these different ways that people can connect out to you and reach out. Yeah, yeah. The the best way is getsalescopy.com. Uh, getsalescopy.com. That's where I, I blog there. I put all of the podcasts. You can 
really link to all of the, the services and kind of snoop me out there. You can get access to the case study campaign there. And, uh, you know, if you don't, you can go there, you can download the book. If you don't like the emails I send to you, you can always unsubscribe. But um, the book is there. It is a $27 book on Amazon. And um, I wanted to make it available so that people have it, you know? So they can go to getsalescopy.com and that's the best place to reach out. Awesome, and I'll have those links below, so uh, make sure you uh, connect with uh, Colin and uh, grab a copy of the book, you know, save yourself some money by being directly on his site. Uh, also, he has another uh, site called Speak, Record, Publish, if you wanted to get some help publish your book. So uh, thanks again, Colin, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon, my friend. Ricky, great interview. Love you, man. For tuning into this episode, make sure you connect with Colin. Make sure you connect with us. You'll know my Matthew and all the Daddy Blogger World Tour, and uh, we'll be uh, uh, recording some more episodes as we head into Bolivia tomorrow, and uh, from Bolivia to Chile and Argentina. So stay tuned for those episodes. Also, uh, this November we have a massive summit called the Digital Nomad Mastery Summit. So uh, stay tuned for more details about that one. Uh, all the details are at digitalnomadmastery.com. And uh, thanks for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.